today we've got an interesting kind of um what's the best way to put it maybe a little bit controversial little little controversy going on today today oslo what's going on hey cutie listen while i play pokers all right mr forbet thank you for being here do man thank you brozak thank you for those months the months the pure months of awesomeness thank you and zip thank you as well for those for those who are listening at home um this is episode 51 of the less than average podcast we are live on twitch we try and be live every single sunday from 2 to 4 p.m eastern standard time on twitch.tv forward slash leveled af today i will be doing a solo podcast um and just kind of hanging out man uh my co-host zion i am i have to say this i love zion to death he is my homie my ride or die and the best co-host any streamer could ever ask for and i personally asked him not to be on the podcast today and that's on me because my brain is in a weird spot so if you guys are listeners at home for the very first time uh or maybe you've been a a a, a long time listener i just wanted to let you guys know personally uh that uh sometimes my brain is a piece of shit and it is what it is and so today i just wanted to kind of do a solo topic because today i actually want to talk about Something that's truly near and dear to my heart. Today, we are talking about what is the best live streaming platform on the market. Funny enough, I know this is a very subjective topic. Like, if you are a person who really enjoys YouTube, that's fine. If you like Facebook, that's fine. If you like Twitch, that's fine. Um, I feel like I'm one of those unique individuals that can talk about this topic because I have set up streaming platform, like I've set up streamers on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube gaming, on, on these, on lots of third party websites, like on a lot of weird spots. Uh, I personally stream on Twitch and I have likes and dislikes about Twitch, but we're going to look at the numbers. Like what is, what is the actual best platform on the market right now? Now. Again, subjectively, I understand that you might have your reservations about specific things, and I'm not gonna, I'm not here to dissuade you from that. I'm purely gonna look at the numbers and then give you my opinions on what I think streaming platforms are doing right and what they're doing wrong. So maybe you're, you're a listener, or maybe you're a viewer, and this is your first time really deep diving. Maybe you're a Twitch streamer and you don't even know about YouTube or Facebook. Well, this podcast is gonna be for you. Maybe you're a new streamer and you wanna know where should you put your energy? Well, maybe this podcast will be for you. Maybe, just maybe, you're tired of a certain platform and you wanna maybe make a switch. This podcast will be for you. So I'm hoping that we can kind of answer everybody's questions um, and give you guys a lay of the land on what the numbers are saying, number one. And then we're going to move into from what the numbers say about Twitch to my opinions on the different platforms and the pluses and the minuses of each platform. And then lastly, we're going to summarize everything up with what I think is the best platform of 2021 moving into 2022. Uh, and I hope that this will really give you guys a broader understanding of what the current live streaming market looks like. And then what we can go from here and what I think should be improved on all these streaming platforms in order to be more competitive in the market. So it's kind of a, it's a big chat. 
this is this is probably a podcast that's going to get the, the ball rolling, but there might be a larger conversation to have. And if there's any listeners out there who disagree with me, I challenge you to come on the podcast and talk to me about it. Really, I'm not. This is not a. This is no bullshit. Come talk to me. Let's have a discussion about why you think something I might have said or my opinion might be wrong. And I'm totally down because I love this kind of conversation. I think this is purely subjective. And there's a lot of, but there is some, there's some hard data points that we should really look at uh, long-term. And I know the other side of it is I'm actually streaming this live on Twitch. So I get, I, I get the, the double-edged sword here. Do I think that Twitch is the best? Maybe. Does the community think Twitch is the best? Maybe. We're going to look into that. So we're going to start with a couple different things right now. Um, Austin says in chat, Twitch is sticking me at 160p. Nothing else does that. I'm going to say not Twitch. Okay. So off the bat, is the bit rate better on Twitch? Well, that's what we're here to answer today. That's what we're here to answer today. Um, let me take this gum out real quick. This is going to be a crazy quest. This is going to be a crazy one. This is going to be a really interesting topic. Um, I feel like I'm uniquely suited to try and have this conversation because I, again, um, for those of you who don't know, I run a business where I set up OBS or Streamlabs um, and all of the widget data and everything for live streamers on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch primarily, and then some third-party things as well outside of that. So um, Aragon says... Uh, the way I see it, though, I hear a lot of people that I know that have said that Facebook streaming seems to be more sensitive than on Twitch because of the recent events that has occurred in the past year. That's a great topic, and we're actually going to look at the data of how Facebook gaming has been basically blasted um, because of all of the controversy, controversy surrounding Facebook at the moment, especially with them switching over to Meta. With uh, if you guys don't know, they've rebranded themselves from Facebook into Meta as a company, and um, on top of that, they have this thing called the Metaverse that's coming out soon, and how that might affect YouTube or Facebook gaming in the future, especially when it comes to live streaming. So we're going to talk about that as well because that might be an interesting, unique thing that could shake up the market. But I want to get to that when we get to the Facebook section. Um, so let's go ahead and jump in. Um, so why did this conversation come around? Well, let me um, let me show you why. So first off, we have a little dance going. Okay, I had to do the dance. I had to do the dance. So let's jump right in. Um, so quarter three of 2021 live streaming industry report created by Streamlabs. If you guys are if you guys are here for the first time, uh, we have pulled up um, streamlabs.com and they have something called Streamlabs and Stream Hatchet quarter 3 2021 live streaming industry report. It's quite the mouthful. Um so basically what they're saying here on from Streamlabs own data um, so for September 2021, so this is literally quarter three up to September 2021, so from July to September, uh, Facebook gaming overtakes YouTube gaming in hours watched. Facebook gaming, the only platform, let me make this a little bit bigger for viewers. Facebook gaming is only platform to increase the hours watched in total. Just chatting is the most uh, watched category across all streaming platforms. That's something very important. We're going to talk about in a little bit. 
Twitch experiences a year-over-year -year decrease in unique channels. This is also important. And YouTube Gaming placing big bets on streamer acquisition. We've already talked about this in prior stuff, but we're going to kind of go over it again a little bit too. Um, Aragon says, been already seeing the ads for meta, and honestly, I'm not impressed by it. We're going to get to that, Aragon. That's a unique position. I want to I talk about that because uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be good or bad. I'm not sure. Um, so just by these quarterly reports, there's two big takeaways here. Number one, Facebook gaming overtakes YouTube gaming. Uh, in hours watched, which is interesting. And number two, Twitch is now experiencing a year-over-year -year decrease in unique channels. And we're going to come back to that point in a second. So let's go over the total hours watched in quarter three. So Twitch had 5.79 billion hours watched in quarter three. YouTube Gaming Live had 1.13 billion. And Facebook Gaming had 1.29 billion. Now, obviously, Twitch still has the market share. 70.5% of all of the hours watched still happens on Twitch. Now, total hours streamed is a very interesting topic. Twitch has 222.9 million hours streamed, whereas YouTube Gaming and Facebook Gaming, YouTube Gaming Live has 8.4 million, and Facebook Gaming Live has 17.1 million. So what this is saying is that there are more live streamers on Facebook creating more Facebook gaming live viewership than YouTube. What I want to say something about is this. There are less live streamers on YouTube gaming, yet they're still bringing in 1.1 billion hours viewed, where Facebook gaming has double the amount of streamers on Facebook gaming yet only brought in 1.29 billion. And I, I wanna make this very clear. This is because YouTube's algorithm to find streamers and, and present content to people on their platform is far superior to Twitch or Facebook. Let that sink in for a second. All right, let that sink in. YouTube gaming is a platform that is built to serve 500 okay let me just backtrack youtube gaming youtube in general is owned by google and they've created this algorithm this algorithm's job is simple it is to send you content that is relevant to your likes and dislikes okay so based on this information it's not surprising to me that there's less streamers and less live channels on youtube gaming yet there's better retention and better view hours even with half as many streamers than Facebook gaming. I mean, that's really important for everybody to understand here is because YouTube is doing a better job at serving content to its viewers based on the numbers. I'm not saying this subjectively. The numbers show in quarter three that YouTube gaming has 8.4 million streamers, yet has 1.13 billion watch hours. Facebook gaming has double the amount of streamers, 17, actually more than double, 17 million streamers, yet only has 1.29 billion in watch time. So Facebook's algorithm is not serving as much content as it should be to its viewership, which means there's something going on with their algorithm. 
So if we're going to talk just YouTube versus Facebook in brass tacks, the YouTube algorithm does better for you than Facebook's algorithm, especially if you're a live streamer. It just it, it, by the numbers. Now we're going to get into pluses and minuses of each streaming service, but we're going to we're going to purely on numbers. YouTube has shown that it has a better grasp of serving relevant content based on your wants and needs and what you like, especially in the streaming realm. That's an important distinction. I don't think people understand that. Like there's always this this talk right in the the streaming community of like what's better you know youtube for example there's been this big stink because youtube recently bought uh, a couple different streamers and it's been pretty big it's been big news right like tim the Tapman went over to youtube um dr lupo went over to youtube and this happened in quarter three it wasn't quarter three so it happened recently um back in july i believe was it july or earlier i think it's what it is but regardless um, so they're, they're putting big money behind YouTube gaming. And what I find it fascinating is that there's still not a lot of people that are streaming on YouTube now. I mean, I thought that number was going to be much larger. 8.4 million out of how, like, billions of accounts is kind of crazy if you think about it. Because Twitch, Twitch, for example, has 222, 222 million. This is hours streamed, right? Obviously, they have more more of a viewership. I'm going to actually pull up Twitch Tracker here. Let's uh, do Twitch Tracker. Um, for those of you guys who are at home, we're going to go to statistics. We're going to go to overview of Twitch. And we're going to scroll down to 2021 and kind of give you month-by-month -month breakdown of what we got. To give you exactly how many streamers there are. Okay. Um, so, Ergon was saying, I think YouTube has also seen a decline in viewership because of the controversy that's been happening in the past year. Plus, I've also heard that YouTube also happens to take off the dislike button as well. Well, they're working on taking off the dislike button. I don't think that's going to mess with live streaming that much. I think that'll help. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a big deal uh, in per se. Um, and I'm, quite honestly, their algorithm doesn't account for their dislike buttons anyways. Like... They don't have a ratio like, oh, does this video get less dislikes? Like their metrics on YouTube that's more important to them are how long does somebody watch the video? What is the impression click through rate? And does the content match what you are doing? Uh, you can't make a thumbnail of like, for example, of rolling hills and then your content is about trucks, right? That's going to be a, a mixed match of the content versus what you're promoting it as. The likes and the dislikes don't really matter so much to Twitch or to YouTube. So I doubt, I mean, I don't think the dislike button is really that big of a deal. Plus, I don't like uh, YouTube's UI. Twitch is just way cleaner for me to navigate around with. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely agree with you on that. Uh, we're going to come back to that, Prozac. It's a great point. I'm going to keep that in chat here. Um, let me go back to here real quick. Let's look at the numbers since quarter three real quick. Actually, I'm going to go to this screen here. Make it a little bit easier. Make it a little bit cleaner. Okay. Uh, lots of numbers here, but uh, in October 2021, um, the average viewer count of October was 2.7 uh, concurrent viewers. This is a month, um, but we've seen a steep decline. Let me uh, show you here. Since since April, we've seen a ginormous decline in the average amount of concurrent channels by month. This is totals by month, right? It went from 115,000 channels streaming in April 
to now there's less people on Twitch. There's 91,000 people. I've lost, you know, what was that? Um, 20,000. 25,000. On top of that, the hours watched from April 2021 has dropped on Twitch. There was 2.2 million hours watched in the month of April, and there's down to 1.65 hours watched in the month of November. Now, of course, it's holidays and yada, yada, yada. People back to work, uh, people going back to school, stuff like that, right? Um, now, the big number is this on Twitch. If we're going to talk Twitch numbers, this is where I agree with Streamlabs. Streamlabs just said the quarterly report, you know, Twitch experiences year over year decrease in unique channels. We can actually see that in this year, 2021, from April 2021, there was 9.3 active streamers. That number decreased to October. There's 7.2 million streamers. They've lost 2 million streamers on Twitch. So not only is the time watched gone down, but the amount of streamers has gone down significantly. 2 million active streamers is not a small number. That is a giant number if we're looking at this in terms. That, that is a that is a giant average number. Now, they started the year with, let's see, 8.7 million unique streamers is the average right now. Let me uh, hide my camera so you guys can see this. Let me, let me actually, I'll go to this. Maybe this will, this will show. It doesn't show. This is the wrong camera. Let me just hide my camera for quarterly report, right? This is quarter three. What you'll notice here is total hours watched has pretty much stagnated over the million hours watched for the entire quarter. This is July, August, September 21. And the top esports that are watched, we don't really care about that. Top categories watched in total across all platforms was just chatting. Now, I want to talk a little bit about just chatting. I think it's important to talk about just chatting. What we're seeing is a shift from Twitch over the past year. If you guys have not really been keeping up, Twitch has been slowly moving to more and more people into just chatting or cooking channels or hot tub channels or all of this controversy. And it's been kind of slowly adding categories and tags that make it easier, quote unquote. I'm doing the finger thing right now, guys. If you're listening at home, um, they're making it quote unquote easier to find the content that you want because the one big draw against Twitch is that Twitch, well, there's lots of them, but the biggest one, in my opinion, is that Twitch does not have an algorithm that will help find relevant content for you, unlike Facebook and YouTube. You're meant to just scroll and find something that looks interesting, and they give you now recommended channels, but this is the part of the Twitch algorithm. Now, what's interesting to me is that why is Twitch, why is just chatting so interesting for example, we're streaming on Twitch and we're streaming in the podcast category section. And just to, to me, what this tells me is that there's less live channels now and there's more just chatting. I feel like the push to engage in larger audiences to do more relevant things like walking around a town or cooking or just hanging out. Um, is more apparent to the live streaming community right now. And we're also seeing this because I think that content like that is so recyclable that Twitch is realizing that there's more viewership there, so they should put more money behind it. Um, Aragon says, I honestly think that 
maybe because the whole COVID-19 thing ending and that many of the streamers are starting to get back to normalish lifestyle. This is also true. We saw Aragon's completely right. Let me uh, pull the numbers here real quick. I'm going to go to any game here. Let me uh, hide my camera. Oh, I've been talking this whole time, haven't I? I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Guys, I'm sorry. Uh, let me go ahead and reiterate what I was just saying. I just hid my camera and that also hid my microphone. So let me just reset that real quick. Okay. Going back to it. Um, what I've been saying, and I'll, I'll go back from the start here, is the amount Aragon was saying, I honestly think that maybe because of the whole COVID-19 ending and that many of the streamers are starting to get back to normalish lifestyle is completely true. What I was standing here, I was stating, is that back in November 2019 and December 2019, right before COVID hit, we had 1.1 million streamers, uh, views, and 45,000 streams. Into April 2020, that number doubled. Both of them doubled. April 2020 saw 93,000 streams and 2.4 million views. So, Aragon, you're completely right. Now, we might be seeing this number drop because COVID is changing. And you could be, again, you're probably completely right about that. Um, What I think is important to take away from all of the numbers that we just showcased, the, the rise in Facebook, the, the, the decline of viewership and active monthly streamers in Twitch, the the ratio of streamers to views on YouTube. What this is showcasing is what I really want to get to the core issue here. The main issue here is that Twitch, even through its popularity and like Prozac said, ease of use, um, not only to navigate, but to hang out in the big issue is this to this day. Twitch does not have an algorithm that will serve you content that is relevant to you specifically. Their workaround to that is tags and recommended, but their recommended is not necessarily working to your advantage, but yet could be working towards Twitch's advantage because they're basically putting it in your hands. Hey, here's the tags. You can look these tags up and find relevant content that you want to look at. Cool. That's great. Okay. Awesome. Whereas Facebook and Twitch or excuse me, Facebook and YouTube has an algorithm that will serve your content to people that has relevant tags, relevant data, and their algorithm automatically does this which makes it easier for people to find content and streamers that they like number one and number two, this makes it easier for streamers to grow because you're finding people who like similar things as you. The one thing I hate about Twitch and the one thing that is subjective to me. All right. But in my opinion, you should not have to go find random new people. I know that's controversial, but you shouldn't have to. Like it makes more sense that there's an algorithm that has taken into account all of your likes and dislikes based on content that you watch and then serves you live content that is relevant to you. I can't tell you how many times on Twitch that I have personally rated somebody and it's been a complete crapshoot. I don't know what I'm walking into. 
I don't know who this person is. I don't know what they like. I don't know if they are going to be fun or not because there's nothing on Twitch that helps you with that. You can look by tags and that's about it. Um, it's kind of crazy in my opinion. And I feel like Twitch in the long run will have a much harder mountain to climb because of this. Because I don't think that without some kind of algorithm or some kind of tracking of some sort to use metadata of viewers and streamers to find relevant content. Now, okay. Aragon just asked a really good question. He says, uh, but with the new strain that's happening in other countries, it might make it uh, its way up to the States. Do you think that streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch will go back up? I think that... Um, I think a lot of people... I want to be very careful with my words here. I think a lot of people couldn't work. And a lot of people during COVID try to follow their passions. And I think that following your passions is not a bad thing. And I think that streaming and gaming is a big passion of a lot of people. I mean, we can tell from the numbers. I mean, there's a lot of people streaming every single month across all the platforms. There's, let's see how many people are playing. How many people are streaming? Two. There's almost 250 million streamers on the in the world. Stream like that's a lot of streamers. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of it's a lot of streamers across all the platforms. A lot of streamers, um, per month. That number, that's hours streamed. So let's just say let's just say there's, I don't know. Let's just say per month. Let's just say there's 15 million streamers total. It's a lot of people who are trying to follow their passions. Um, what better place to start your passions is if and during a pandemic. And I think a lot of people did. And I don't think I think they didn't have work, like you said, maybe. I mean, that's totally I'm totally shoot from the hip here. I have no idea if they didn't have work or maybe they worked from home and they had extra time or maybe they just felt like they should follow their dreams and their passions. Um, I think one thing is to be said, though, I think streaming, for example, is very taxing and is very much a business. Um, and I think people had this unique understanding because it's only been around in its current form for maybe 10 years. Uh, because of that, people had this idea of like, oh, I turn on the camera, I turn on my game and people just show up. And I think people underestimate how much work it takes to actually be a streamer. And I think that could make people not want to stream as much. Right. Um, I think that if the new strain of COVID comes through and we lock down again as another pandemic. I think we will see a rise in new streamers again, just because people might want to take that jump, you know, take that leap. It's not a bad leap to take. If you, if you like it, it's not a bad leap to take. All right. Uh, project was saying another point to add prime is a nice bonus to use Twitch free sub once a month can be a cool perk. Absolutely. I think it's a great perk, great perk because one thing that I do like about Twitch is that um, while they might not have an algorithm, I do find it really interesting that they have connect. They were bought up by Amazon and they changed to Twitch instead of uh, until instead of Justin TV. They got rid of Justin TV and they included the amount of Prime sub memberships. I think that's great because then that gives incentives for people to not only be watchers but support their favorite streamers without having to come out of pocket. It's fantastic because I mean, they're already paying the they're already paying for that Twitch sub technically with uh, Amazon Prime. Um, it's kind of crazy. Now, 
I d all right, moving from here, I, I want to kind of go into, um, I want to kind of move into uh, YouTube versus Twitch streaming. So let's let's start with YouTube versus Twitch streaming. Okay, let's do the pluses and minuses of both. I think this will be an interesting topic. Okay, let's move into that. All right. Um, so this is from person named Jordan Ashley. This is from July 15th, 2021. It's called YouTube versus Twitch streaming, which is better for streaming. Um, this person, Jordan brought up a couple different interesting points. Um, so right off the bat, they say YouTube versus Twitch, which is better for streaming. When looking at YouTube versus Twitch streaming, there are a few areas to compare the two. While Twitch is still dominant force, obviously based on the numbers, YouTube does not quite have a few factors going in its favor. This is how we've broken it down to compare the two. So here we go. When comparing the two platforms, YouTube versus Twitch is hard to get around their recent history. YouTube isn't a dedicated game streaming platform and Twitch is. YouTube is built for various types of content and largely the features used by Twitch streamers weren't available. However, recently YouTube has added a number of new features. Now this, what they're comparing to is that they have added on YouTube streamers uh, they added clips, subs only chat, and polling. Basically, what Dr. Disrespect said a couple months ago is very true. On YouTube gaming, there wasn't an ability to take clips. There wasn't an ability to raid people and share your community with other people in your niche. There wasn't a way to promote a subscriber-only chat. There wasn't a way to easily give your favorite streamer money. Um, Dr. Disrespect brought all this up and then YouTube has been busy basically stealing the ideas of Twitch because one thing that this person just brought up that I think is really important is they have basically built all this content on YouTube but never built an actual community. And I think this is really the crux of it. For all intents and purposes, if you are a streamer and you are looking to be a part of a community, I would say that the Twitch community is probably the most close-knit and best place to network with other streamers and collaborate and feel a part of something. YouTube gaming and Twitch gaming is so far behind when it comes to creating a community feel and a community atmosphere, not only in terms of the technology that they employ on those websites, but because there is this lack of um, sharing communities together. Um, on Facebook gaming, for example, you're not allowed, you can't raid anybody else. Your stream starts and then it ends. On YouTube gaming, the same is true. You start your stream, you schedule it, and it ends. And now I'm not saying you can't go use third-party websites to like, you know, start a Discord channel or start a Patreon and create your community that way. But there's no inbuilt, there's no built-in system. Like, for example, once we're done with this stream, we could go raid somebody and go hang out in their chat. And there's that interactivity. Sorry, guys, I'm got a phone call came through. There's that interactivity that's going on on Twitch um, because, and this is important, because there's no algorithm you, you network more because there is a lack of algorithm. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. There is a community here on Twitch, but that's because it's lacking certain tools. But that's actually worked out in their favor, I think, personally.
And I don't know if that's by design or if that's because primarily Twitch comes from old code and it was never built in that way. So it's an interesting topic and there's there's a whole debate there. I think personally though, in my opinion, Twitch is a better community out of all three of the platforms. And I think that's what this person was bringing up in their chat was saying, um, YouTube gaming is trying to compete by adding clips, subs only, and polling to get more of a community feel. Um, so I want to say, let's see here. I'm going to catch up on chat here a little bit. Adam Baum says this article was two months before when Tim left Twitch. This is true. This is It is two months before Twim, Tim, uh, the tap man, left Twitch for YouTube. Um, Prozac says another consideration. I think Twitch has a big leg up on uh, from so many connections with Discord. Uh, I agree with that. I agree with that as well. Um, now, I think there's a couple things to be said uh, in terms of uh, the next thing too. Okay. Um, okay. Let me go back to this article real quick. I think this might answer your question here. Let me uh, let me go back to this. Okay. Um, okay. When looking for YouTube or Twitch, you have to consider which is better platforms for streamers to join. This is our, our next topic is like, what is better for a new streamer? Um, and uh, let's see, the stream has been pulled in by exclusivity deals. For new content creators, Twitch holds a lot of allure. They have an inbuilt audience, whereas it is difficult to grow an organic audience over on YouTube. Fewer gaming streamers show up on the user's homepage unless they actively seek it out. This means most new streamers are pushed over to Twitch, at least until they grow enough of a following to move to YouTube. This is so true. Here's... There's, there's this saying, I want to bring this up. There's this saying, if you want to grow on Twitch, have an audience somewhere else. Here's another saying, that's what this person is saying, which I, I kind of agree with. If you want to grow on YouTube as a live streamer, you have to grow on Twitch. How counterintuitive is that? But it does, it does, it rings true a little bit. It's kind of, it's kind of crazy because let's put it in perspective fewer gaming streamers show up on the user's homepage unless they actively seek it out again this is youtube's algorithm working against live streamers on their platform because the algorithm while powerful will only show content that is relevant to the person so if you are watching Minecraft videos on YouTube, you may be served a Minecraft live stream here and there, maybe, but it's only going to be Minecraft. Nothing else. No other categories. Nothing. You could, you could be playing Halo, but if you don't watch Halo streams on YouTube, the algorithm will not say anything. That's really crazy. I mean, if you think about it, like if you don't regularly watch Halo content, on YouTube, it won't serve you Halo live streams, period. It just won't. So to find the live streaming gaming, it's so convoluted. Like Prozac said, it's so hard to find. Like if you want to find where the where are the categories, where are the games, even if you, if you look up the games, where are the live streams for that game? It's like you have to go through so many hoops just to get to what you want. And if you're not looking it up, you're not going to find it. So to grow organically on YouTube, you almost have to have a live stream following on Twitch in order to grow your live streaming audience on YouTube. 
which is kind of weird. It's kind of like backwards because if you want to grow on Twitch, you actually have to have an audience somewhere else because it's so hard to get found on Twitch. It's so convoluted and it's really hard for new streamers. Um, so Prozac said, the only reason I got into watching streams was I saw uh, Azincross for Destiny 2 had a Twitch channel from watching his YouTube. So it works for me. Exactly. So he came to watch the live streams on Twitch. Now, there's a lot of streamers that there's a lot of streamers who will make content and take that content and then post those videos on YouTube. And then they grow a following on YouTube. And then when that following goes on YouTube, they now have a bridge. So they can live stream on Twitch and then also farm views on YouTube, which is a good strategy. Um, and then if they wanted to make the jump from Twitch to YouTube, it'd be easy. But they had, to just, they had to start on Twitch. And then a lot of those people got lucky and they got big on Twitch. The Also, the opposite is true. I have personally seen some people get really... They're not very big on Twitch, but they get huge on social media platforms and they get big on YouTube. So they're getting, you know, 100,000 views on, a, on a, a video, but they stream live on Twitch for like maybe 30 people, which is, again, kind of crazy because why wouldn't they just make the jump? Here's the main issue. They might have a following on YouTube. Like, for example, uh, Asmongold, who's been brought up on the channel a bunch, has a giant. He grew here on Twitch. He's been streaming on Twitch for almost since it was Justin TV, basically. And he's been playing. He grew up on. Uh, he, he built his entire following on on just being uh, World of Warcraft, no life, man, just killing it. Uh, which is kind of crazy because now he's got these giant channels on YouTube. So if he wanted to, he could make the jump to YouTube. Here's the problem: unless you follow World of Warcraft on YouTube, or unless you follow him specifically, you won't be able to have the live stream views that he gets on Twitch. So to wrap this all up in a bow, if you are listening or here right now and you are a new streamer, if you want to grow on Twitch, you need to build your community here as a live streamer on Twitch. You can then take your content from Twitch and if you're interested in Facebook or if you're interested in YouTube, I'd highly recommend that you start posting content on those other two platforms to create a bridge to that other content. Because when you do that, that allows you to live stream on one platform, turn that content into another piece of content for another platform and grow on another platform. So if you ever want to jump, then you can try it. Okay. Um, but Ergon uh, says, but doesn't that answer you gave go back to what I asked many podcasts ago about the whole being a new streamer to Twitch, YouTube, Facebook? Um, it kind of goes back to what you asked. Yeah, a little bit, but it's it's in the current market. There's a kind of a difference, and I'll come to that. It's a great question. Uh, Prozac said, the only reason I go into watching streams. Oh, yeah, we already answered that. Okay. Um, so, Aragon, what you're saying is basically what I said a couple podcasts ago was back being a new streamer to Twitch, uh, YouTube, and Facebook. Um, the, the landscape for streaming is always changing constantly with new updates, new differences in streaming, new drama for these for these streaming platforms, new new everything. Uh, because of that, it kind of makes it hard to understand like where to go first. Let me um let me just lay out some of the issues I have with a couple different things. So, um let's start with Twitch. 
because we're on Twitch. Let's talk about Twitch. Um, let's just say you want to start a brand new channel and you're brand new. I, I get clients all the time that come in and they ask me what, you know, should I multi-stream? Should I just focus on one? Should I just do social media only? Uh, and my answer has been pretty standard for the past couple months. Um, and this, the right now on Twitch, I feel that Twitch is the best place to understand live streaming and grow a community. If you can do it on Twitch, you can easily do it on other platforms. It seems counterintuitive, but that's kind of my stance right now. Because I feel like on Twitch, you have to really work at a couple things, but they have a lot of things going for them. So let me let me backtrack a bit. So for example, um, Twitch has a entire community of people who build widgets that are usable for Twitch. Twitch also allows its users to use its API data to present data to their viewers in a unique way. So it has a community of people using the Twitch API data. And this is important because we're going to get back to this later on. Um, so Twitch is actually, for all intents and purposes, very open source with its data. This is why Stream Elements and Streamlabs have been able to be so successful because they started with Twitch and they've been able to have this working relationship to pull data from all of these sources that Twitch is allowed. It's been kind of crazy. First time, what? What is up, dude? How's it going, dude? What's eat a booty gang? What a what a name, dude. Rip Virgil. Oh no, rip, rip, rip. Um. So, dude. So okay. So it allows you to pull this API data on Twitch, like using Stream Elements or Streamlabs. On top of that, it has more categories, and the UI is easier on Twitch. It's just easier to navigate. It's easier to find what you want. Like if you're a League of Legends fan, you can go to League of Legends and you find a streamer that you like and you vibe with. Um, on top of that, it has a good tag. The, the tagging system has needs some work in my opinion, but it you can tag your streams and hopefully people will use the tagging system. I don't, I don't know about the numbers of people using the tagging system. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I don't feel it's that relevant and comparatively speaking to an algorithm, it's not nearly as good, but it does have tagging. So you can find your niche um, based on like if you are, for example, a woodworker, there's a woodworking tag and you can like put a woodworking tag um, on top of that. There's way more viewers on Twitch and there's way more streamers on Twitch in general. Just the numbers we just showed are astronomically larger 70% of all total hours watched for live streaming happened here on Twitch. So you have a, a larger chance to get more viewers to come in like vert, like eat a booty gang just came in here. What's up? You know, first time viewer on Twitch showed as a first time viewer. Here he is, right? Here they are. I want to say he or she, but you know, here they are. Um, now some of the minuses of Twitch, um, in my opinion, it is harder to get found on Twitch. I know I just said all that shit about the, the tagging, but it if you play a very popular game, uh, let's say you're playing Warzone, right? And you have one or two viewers. Uh, let me just show you. I'll actually, it just makes it easier. Let me just, let me just show you exactly what I'm talking about because it, it just makes it way easier to talk about this. Okay, 
So let's just choose something random. Let's choose something random. Let's just do, uh, let's go to browse and we'll go to categories, right? Let's go to uh, League of Legends. Now there's three ways that Twitch does this. You can either view um, streams from high to low, from higher to low. You can go from low to high. You can go from recently started streams, which could be anybody, or you can go to recommended for you. Now, recommended is going to give you a multitude of different stuff. Now, I don't understand where the recommended is coming from, but this is the only way that you can find streamers. And luckily, and recommended is very new. It's very, very new. It's not quite there yet. Aragon, thank you for that water. I'll drink some water. It's brand new. So it's it's super new. Um, and you don't know what you're going to get. You, you could have, here's a person with 3.7K viewers. Here's a person with 10 Here's a person, here's a, a VTuber. Here's a random person with 27. You don't know what you're getting. You just have all these different streams to pull from. And it just kind of is, right? Um, I feel like this is very clunky because if you, for example, if you go from low to high, look at all these people. Here's one page, two page of zero viewers, three page. Now we're in the third page from the bottom. Here's one viewer. Keep going. Three, four, five, six pages, seven pages, eight pages, nine pages, ten pages, eleven pages, twelve pages, thirteen pages, fourteen, fifteen. I'm just looking for the sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Holy shit, twenty-one, twenty-two? How many one viewers are there? Twenty-three, twenty-four? What the fuck? 25? 26? What is happening right now? I'm just scrolling. For everybody who's listening at home, I'm just scrolling from the bottom. 29? 30. I'm done. There are 30 pages from viewers low to high of one viewer. Thirty. So if you're a streamer on twitch and you have one viewer in league of legends your competition is 30 pages of other people so getting started on twitch is a giant deterrent because without having somebody already there without telling people on your social media like if you're a new streamer and you don't have social media like you don't have twitch or excuse me you don't have twitter or instagram or facebook page like, it's so hard to jump out of the one to three viewers page. Like, there's 30 pages on League of Legends. 30 pages of... I'm still scrolling. I can't find the two viewers here. Where are the two viewers? Let's go to podcasts. Let's do... All right, I'm going to do this on podcasts. Let's go to the categories. Let's look at podcasts. I'm just look up podcast category, okay? Talk shows and podcasts. All right, let's see where I'm at. Let's see where I'm at. We have... It's crazy. It's insane. If we go from zero viewer podcast, we go from zero and you want to get out of the ones. That's five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten. Ten pages of one viewer to get to two, which is two viewers. Insanity. Let's see where I'm at on the podcast. Let's see. I'm somewhere around here, right? I'm somewhere around here. Let's let's see where I'm at here. Where am I at on this one? I'm somewhere around. Where am I at? 11. Where am I at? I don't even know where I'm at. Shit. Where am I at on the podcast? I don't even know where I'm at on the podcast. I have no idea. 
kind of crazy. But like, so to find a podcast, I guess just to just to backtrack, what I'm getting at here is like, if you want to be on Twitch and grow on Twitch, you almost have to have social media following somewhere else so that way you can network or maybe be a part of the community, right? A lot of people like my friend Zion, my co-host, he grew on Twitch because he was networking with people in um, in blah, 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 in Discord. He had a lot of friends in Discord, so they would come to a stream, and he got affiliate very quickly because of that, right? Um, then we got the other platforms to make content and post it: Reddit, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Exactly, Adam. You almost have to like post your content, make content elsewhere, and then bring those viewers somehow from those from um, those other platforms on a Twitch because. Quite honestly, why would I, as a streamer, choose your stream if you're in a sea, you're in a sea of 30 pages of one viewer? Like, why would I select your stream? Right? Like, why? And I think that's one thing Twitch has to still get around. Is like they tried with their recommended, right? If they're if they're talking, if we're talking streaming here, like they tried with their recommended. But what are those recommendations based off of? Is it based off of similar viewers? Like there's, it's still very clunky in my opinion. So overall, Twitch has got ease of use. It has the best data. It has the, the best uh, infrastructure uh, in place of like stream element stream labs and a, and a really good strong community. Like it's a very great community feel. Uh, but the barrier to entry is very high, and it's very hard to get out of the one to two viewers. Okay, so now let's move over to YouTube. I'm going to go to YouTube real quick on my side over here. Uh, shameless plug, if you guys want, I have a YouTube channel. Actually, I'm going to post my new vid in there. If you guys want to check that out. Uh, I do a lot of meme content, so don't mind me. Um, so let's go to, uh, let's see if we can find gaming. Let's Okay, I'm going to go to the, the YouTube gaming uh, in the live section. Um, now what I want to say, um, about YouTube before we jump into this next piece of content, um, when I've done setups for people on YouTube, I have really found that the, um, there's a thing called tagging that is also true on YouTube, just like this true on, on Twitch, but there's a, a larger amount of tags, just 500 characters allowed. So you can have a lot of different tags to pull in viewers from their algorithm while you're live. Um, there's also something really cool that I love on YouTube that's called scheduling. You're allowed to schedule your stream on YouTube and you can schedule it and then use that RTMP source and then go straight live to that scheduled post and scheduled content on your page um, from OBS or Streamlabs, which is another big plus. On top of that, one thing that's very powerful about YouTube is that YouTube, once you're monetized on YouTube, you can use your YouTube live streams, cut those up directly on YouTube, and then that becomes a new piece of content on your channel that can then be further monetized. Whereas on Twitch, like after this video is done, it's just a VOD and nobody watches VODs, nobody. And on top of that, let's say I got a million people watching this VOD right now, right? Hi, if you guys are watching. I'm guaranteeing right now that Twitch will not pay me a single dime off that VOD. Nothing. Whereas on YouTube, that can go to my watch time, that can go to my follower count, which will then subscriber count, I mean, and that goes to, and I can also have it monetized. They can actually give me money based off of the viewer time for that channel, for, for that piece of content. So 
the the repurposing of content is huge on YouTube. It's a giant. It's a giant plus. It's a giant plus, man. Uh, YouTube tags are also like Twitter or TikTok. Exactly. Uh, Adam Bomb just brought up a great point. The tagging in YouTube is built behind an algorithm that helps again serve content that's relevant to you to viewers and puts them into that that chain. Um, now I do want to say some bad things about YouTube game. Um, when I've done setups for people, the API data of YouTube is still very limited. Like for example, you can you can stream on YouTube and you can have widget data like chat boxes and alerts and all of those are still available in stream elements or stream labs but for example chat bot, chat bot functionality is not really quite there uh, in my my opinion there's not a lot of chat bots that are out there that are very uh user friendly or easy to understand and set up specifically for youtube uh and i don't feel like stream elements or stream labs has done a good job at either one so it's kind of like a little bit rough on that one um very old dad it yeah soccer it's actually very old dad exactly um yeah video on demand so um i feel like the functionality is not as good i also feel like the clipping functionality is not quite there yet on youtube gaming um i like that they've added in clips but the one thing that you have to do with your clips on youtube if you want to get like if you want a lot of views you have to tag it you have to add a thumbnail that's relevant to that piece of content. You have to add relevant tags. You have to have relevant destination um, uh, descriptions. You have to, there's like, there's a lot of extra steps. Whereas on Twitch, I will say the Twitch clipping is way better because you can look up the top clips whenever you want easily. And they recommend the next top clips, even out of your clips. And it's super easy to make. Whereas on YouTube, there's like, this whole extra step of a process of like thumbnailing it and describing it and titling it correctly and tagging it correctly. Um, but you can monetize it. So it's kind of a plus and minus, I would say. Um, uh, there's one other thing as YouTube bots can stay on there forever. Exactly. All of your live streams can stay forever. Whereas on Twitch, it only lasts for two weeks, two weeks. And then those VODs get deleted hundred percent. That's a great, uh, you're, that's also a really good plus. Um, uh, soccer says right now you almost have to have a combo of them all to get an almost perfect solution but we still have an audio for apex we still don't have audio for apex though yeah that's true actually but i'm curious as to why vod is a thing though um vods are there for content creators to then take a portion of a stream like for example i take i take our vods and i turn the vod into a podcast like this live podcast that we're doing right now is recorded by VOD on Twitch. Then I download that and I turn that into relevant content for other platforms, um, which is why videos on demand are a thing on YouTube. They don't go away. They just stay as content on your channel. It just becomes a part of your channel, which can also further be monetized and lead to your overall views. If you're making good relevant content. Um, so there's like a big portion that that on youtube versus twitch that is really makes a lot of money now um one thing that's really important while we're on this specific topic tim the tap man brought up something that was really interesting um he's he said exactly what i'm saying right now he's saying that on youtube you can turn those clips and those live streams into more watch time which then gets you paid more i said before tim the tap or right after tim the tap man and dr lupo left i said a couple months back on a different podcast 
I was like, look, Twitch might be losing money. Because one thing that's really interesting is that the total watch time on Twitch is five times the amount of YouTube. Yet YouTube monetarily is still bringing in just a little under Twitch. So Twitch does a Brit has five times the amount, but YouTube has monetized its one fifth share much better than Facebook or, or, or Twitch. So in terms of money, YouTube's winning just straight up in terms of ratio money to view time to, to streamer YouTube's winning. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's sad to say because they're not only are their Twitch payouts better, but the amount of money you can generate from clips and VODs and the total amount of total viewers on YouTube. There's billions of viewers on YouTube, billions of watch hours per day. Like it's insane. So if YouTube could ever figure out to connect YouTube gaming, like they need time to work out their algorithm still in my opinion. But I think if they do, you could see your watch time and your money go up exponentially at that point. Um, I hate the VOD stays for 60 days. If you're a partner or a Twitch prime link to your account. No, dude, man, it's, it's, if you're a Twitch partner, it lasts for a lot longer, but if you're a Twitch affiliate, it only lasts for like two weeks or like 18 days or something stupid, like 18 days, 20 days, something like that thing. Wouldn't know since I don't have a YouTube channel, only have a Twitch when I do stream though. That, that's fair. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to go over, let's try and find a podcast that's live on YouTube and we're going to do it live here. Okay. I'm going to walk you guys through it and how convoluted this shit is. All right. Actually, we're going to find a game guys. Uh, Post a game in chat. Post whatever game you want. Just post a game. Whatever. What game can you guys think of? What do you guys think of? All right. Whatever game comes to the top of your head. We're going to find a live stream for that game. Okay. We're going to try and find it right now. What do you guys think? Guys, uh, if you guys are listening at home, uh, it's a good little chance while we're waiting for a response. Um, do me a favor. We are almost at how many hours watched now? We're at a lot of hours watched. on the Guys, I just want to say thank you for for following the podcast and watch the podcast. We had our best month last month. Um, and we've had more followers than we've ever had, man. And so I really hope you guys are enjoying this content. If you guys have any questions or if you guys have any ideas of content I should be making next, I want to hear it. So let me know. All right. I want to hear it big time. Uh, it's amazing the content rabbit hole I've been down by watching YouTube. How to fix my hot water heater. And three hours later, I'm watching a baby giraffe to learn how to walk. Exactly. The algorithm, well, those rabbit holes on YouTube are crazy. Uh, do you have a YouTube channel in order to gain more viewers on Twitch? No, I have a YouTube channel to gain more followers, subscribers on YouTube. I use my Twitch content to grow my YouTube content. Um, that's just how I roll. I like to make... But that's just how it is as a growth strategy. You have to make content on other platforms in order to grow your Twitch. But overall, your overall internet presence, it's not just like grow your Twitch or grow your Instagram or grow your Twitter or grow your TikTok. Like it's your overall like platform social presence is what you're trying to grow. Um, I make content that's relevant for Instagram and then I'll make relevant content for TikTok, and then I'll make reels where I'll take, I'll take a reel and I'll post it on shorts. And like, you just kind of use that content all over the place. Um, you also have some good short clippy, clippy TikToks uh, type content you're putting out. It keeps us all on our toes. Exactly. Like you want to keep putting out interesting content, relevant content 
that's a larger conversation to have about like what you should do as a streamer and like what works out best dude it's kind of crazy sarcastic wheat then speaking of weird ass content i make what's up dude welcome to the stream four months in a row thank you for that awesome four month stream dude i hope speaking of funny content we just made some really weird ass content for sarcastic the other day <laughs> um okay i'm gonna go ahead thank you for that lurk by the way brother um, Alright, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna choose a random stream. Let's just say I want to watch Halo Infinite. I've been playing a bunch of Halo Infinite. We're gonna try and find Halo Infinite streamers live right now on YouTube. Let's see what gets pulled up. Okay, so we're gonna do a little test. Um, so in order to find, let me go to any game here. In order to find uh, YouTube gaming, what you have to do is you can go to your YouTube, the, the main YouTube, and then you go down on the right side and it goes more from YouTube and you go to gaming. And here's the gaming page. So this is the youtube.com forward slash gaming. It's also there. So we're going to look up Halo Infinite and let's see if we can find Halo Infinite. So what from the top, it shows some live streams and rotates them. Shows live. This is Sir Medieval. It's one of the people I follow. It has gaming. It has 91 million subscribers to gaming i'm also subscribed um it shows top live games right now which is like minecraft so similar to twitch it shows like the the categories the top live categories it has really weird categories like minecraft counter-strike okay pokemon okay world of tanks randomly free fire this is one of the top games right now PUBG, smash bros on the wii what? Why are these live games? You know, it doesn't make sense. It's kind of weird. You know, I'm, I'm used to Twitch, you know, like where there's actually like a lot of viewers. But like Minecraft has 315,000 people watching. Like numbers wise, that's huge. If we go to Twitch right now, let's see the top game that's being being browsed right now. If we go to browse. Ooh, Counter-Strike has 627,000. Never mind. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Damn. Minecraft is 400,000. Damn. Okay. Never mind. Uh, put me in my place, you know? All right. So I have recommended content that's underneath here. Based on my subscriptions and search history, here are my recommended channels. Um, gaming creator on the rise, which is interesting. It's showing a gaming creator on the rise called more skills, gaming, trending videos, videos from the subscriptions and uh, okay. New World, and it has now we're getting to live content. Here's New World, here's Final Fantasy, here's World of Warcraft Classic Live, and World of Warcraft. Because those, again, those are based off of my likes and what I like to watch as a streamer. It's showing me World of Warcraft Classic, World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy, and New World because I like MMOs. And most of the YouTube content I watch is on MMOs, like how to videos, where to find content. What to, you know, what to do in PVP, how to build certain things, certain character builds. So YouTube is showing me when I go to gaming, it's showing me personally things that I want to watch. Now let's just look up Halo Infinite. Okay. If I look up Halo Infinite in the search bar, it shows me Halo and it shows me the HCS open qualifiers. That's the first thing. It's the first live video it shows me. But if I want to just find a new live video. If I scroll down, it doesn't show me shit. It shows me nothing. Where's the live? How do I find live? Let me go to live. Okay, I'm gonna search in live. If I search in live. Live is just a, a mess 
It's just any live stream that's out there. That's all it is. Okay, here's... Okay, I found... Here we go. I found one. Live Now Gaming. I finally had to go to live under more from YouTube, and I go to proving I'm better than Dr. Disrespect. Here's Courage. Proving, and this is live. And here comes the ads. Here we go. Here come the ads. So don't, don't mind the ads real quick. 3,000 watching. Courage. Play... He's a hundred thieves streamer. Plays Doctor Disrespect. Yeah, you, you can't be pushed yet. You can't be pushed yet. I have your whole cross. And here's his chat. Chat's going ham. You can pause his stream. You can skip. You can you can clip it. You can save it. I can subscribe to him. But it took us to literally look up Halo. You can't just go to the search bar and look up Halo Info. You have to go to the live section of YouTube, and then you have to find it. So I think I'm gonna ding YouTube for that. Like, how are you supposed to get found as a streamer? especially new if you don't know what you're doing you have to make a thumbnail find relevant tags make sure you're being found by the live algorithm or the gaming algorithm make sure you find streamers or viewers who specifically like that content and want to watch that content and i think that the algorithm actually hurts live gaming right now because it's not built for it do you guys agree with that? Does that make sense to you? Like, if we think about it in big terms here, like, that's pretty big. YouTube, the largest search engine backed by Google to serve you relevant content, still doesn't serve you relevant gaming content because it still shows you not live gaming content. It just shows you random gaming content. A lot of work to find games. Most people get bored trying to find streamers. Exactly. So if you're not like specifically looking up Halo Infinite and then you randomly find, like for me, for example, because I like watching esports, it it didn't show me courage live on YouTube gaming. It showed me the HCS finals. When I looked up Halo Infinite in you know in the search bar, that's what it pulls up. If I do the same exact thing, let me show you the same exact thing on Twitch. I go to the search bar on Twitch. I look up Halo Infinite. Oh, look, there's Xbox, there's Halo, there's Halo Infinite, there's Halo Infinite random streamers, there's Halo Infinite the subcategory, there's past videos on Halo Infinite, and here's the live channels. So I can just click on, literally go to the category, and boom, all these streamers are playing Halo Infinite. Like, why isn't there something like that built into YouTube? So I feel like if you're a new streamer, again, if you want to learn how to live stream, I feel like YouTube is still your best, uh, excuse me, Twitch is still your best bet on learning how to grow a community, how to live stream, how to build relevant content, how to get your camera settings, how to learn about widgets, how to learn all this stuff. I feel like YouTube, for example, if you're just starting out without those skills, it's already hard enough to find you. So imagine somebody finding you on YouTube and you don't have your shit together, like it's you're gonna have a bad time, man. Learn to grow somewhere else. Learn to grow on here. Learn how to make content for YouTube because that's also a skill by itself. The barrier to entry is higher. You have to learn how to create thumbnails. You have to learn how to tag appropriately. You have to learn how to create a title appropriately. You have to learn how to network. You have to learn how to stream, how to connect it. It's much harder on YouTube. And I find a lot of clients that I work with still struggle with it. Unless they're already used to YouTube, it's much harder for them to live stream on YouTube. 
And on top of that, there's not as much API data available for YouTube. So it's harder to create widgets that work for YouTube. So it's just, it's just harder. Okay. I'm just warning you now. Um, Adam bomb says it's not built for streams. It always has been built for videos. I, I have been thinking about maxing videos for the halo noob at some point, uh, to, and we'll be posting it on YouTube. I think that's a great idea. I think streaming on Twitch is still in 2021 moving into 2022 is still the best platform, uh, to stream on. If you're starting out, if you already have a dedicated social presence and you're already big somewhere else streaming on that platform might be a better suited fit because you already have a following and they're already used to your style of content but if you are just starting out and you're trying to understand live streaming as a skill and as a business twitch's barrier to entry is easier you will have a better time and there's actually more content surrounding twitch on how to get better at it on youtube which is kind of funny enough. There's there's a whole channels built on how to be a better streamer on Twitch from YouTube, which is kind of crazy, you know. Um, Soccer says that's the one thing Sun wants to stream on YouTube. I told him I'm only really familiar with Twitch. Soccer, how about you hit me up off stream and I can help you. If he is interested in streaming on YouTube, I can help with that. I I'm not saying it's terrible to stream on YouTube. I just, you know, I don't want you guys to get that impression that it's like the worst thing in the world and don't do it. I'm not saying don't do it. I am saying though, it is harder to get into and it's harder to understand, but it's just different. Not so much like it's just a little bit different. It's a little extra work and it can be a little convoluted, but it's just like any skill. Once you get used to it, you get used to it, but it will be harder to be found. I think, I think it'll be a little bit harder to be found. I personally think that not knocking YouTube, just more familiar with Twitch dynamics. Exactly. Um, now let's go to my favorite thing, Facebook. Now I have, I don't want to sit here and blast Facebook. Facebook has something that's very unique, just like YouTube. It has a Facebook gaming, um, where you create your own page and you create your first, your, your Facebook gaming page. On top of that, their payouts on Facebook are much better. And in fact, if you are a, a Facebook gamer uh, streaming live on Facebook, it is much easier to get views, believe it or not, on Facebook than anywhere else because they have entire Facebook gaming communities, which are way different. Um, it's, it's, I hate to say it, but you, you can, if you are farming views and likes, Facebook is better because there's what 2 million, 2 billion users on Facebook. You're just people that scroll by your live stream still counts as a view. So you can still farm views and they might get interested. They might watch your content, right? Um, took me a while to find your podcast on Spotify though. That's true. It's that's, that's a whole different story. Finding podcasts on Spotify on a listening platform is hard enough. Yeah. Facebook has no feature equal to clips. Exactly. Okay. Now we're Ellen Sue's right. OC. I'm going to get to that. There's, there's a couple things I don't like about Facebook. The number one thing I want to say about Facebook that drives me up a wall. Facebook gaming does not let, there's not enough API data and there's no chatbot functionality with Facebook. None, none. You have to use a third-party chatbot called Noxbot 
that barely works for Facebook because one thing that Facebook does that Twitch and YouTube do not do is that Facebook does not like to share its API data so that way the community can build stuff around it. A lot of it's third party behind the scenes, capturing data live and then reposting it as your branded content. So creating, I mean, creating a live stream on Facebook's already convoluted enough and finding a live stream on Facebook is really hard. I think Facebook has the most potential though. Let me, let me get that right. Okay. Facebook. One thing they're very good at is creating groups uh, out of all of the streaming platforms, out of everything, out of YouTube, Twitch, all the third party websites, Facebook is the best at creating groups. It just is. It's better at promoting groups. It's better at finding groups. It's better at all the groups. And groups are really where the strength is because a group on Facebook, even though the demographic is older on Facebook, um, they're more active. Facebook users are very active. And because of that, you're gonna get more views and potentially get more money. Um, like one of the people who are on there, the biggest the biggest streamer on Facebook is um, Stone Mountain 64. Like millions of, of millions and millions and millions of viewers, millions, tons, so much. Um, it's because he's just, he's like really entertaining streamer and he's actually had to build his own personal API data tools uh, because he has money and Facebook wants him to have it. They just give it to him. So he has preferential treatment. And so if you go to Facebook gaming, like, let me just go to Facebook gaming right now. Let me uh, find, let me find the gaming. Where's the, where's the gaming gaming videos. Okay. We go to gaming videos. Here we go. Here we go. All right, let me uh, pull this up. Let's go to intermission here. Oh, let's go to here. There we go. All right, Facebook gaming. If we're on here, you can all see suggested live videos. You can see all these viewers. You can find popular games to watch. And one thing that Facebook does that others don't is that Facebook has communities built in their specific languages. This is really important. Um, the one thing that Facebook has done extreme, I mean, extremely well, extremely well is that Facebook has smaller games that are popular to other nationalities and they've created entire categories for these smaller games based on their nationality, which is crazy. Like I did a setup the other day where it was a, um, Vietnamese streamer who had a following of other Vietnam Vietnamese. I can't say, I can always say it wrong. I'm so sorry. I'm Vietnamese. That's what it is. Sorry. Um, other people in his Facebook group, friends, family, and other people who liked the same game in his nationality. And so he could create his own group based on his nationality and the passion of this game. So he's done extremely well. Whereas on YouTube, you're competing. If you live in Italy, you're competing with other people who live in Italy. Whereas you don't have to do that on Facebook. You can create your own group that's built on your, your nationality and find other people in that nationality. I've set up other streams across the country, across the world that have done the same thing, man. 
it's kind of crazy. So Facebook strength is in the groups. Facebook strength is in their algorithm in order to find there, there is dedicated categories, but the barrier to entry is probably the absolute worst out of all three starting a live stream on Facebook is very convoluted it is the worst of both YouTube and Twitch combined. It just is. Aragon says also back to what you said at the beginning of the podcast, Facebook streaming has been more sensitive than on Twitch because of the recent events that has occurred in the past year. Absolutely. Okay. Let's, let's get to that. Um, let's get to that. Facebook has not been in a good light for a very long time. First with all of the controversy surrounding, um, hate speech surrounding, all of the botting accounts during to sway the presidential election, whether you believe it or not, doesn't matter. It's still controversy. Um, all the controversy of them changing to meta and um, uh, all the allegations set forth against them. It makes it hard for people to want to actually jump on and start streaming on this platform. Um, and I can't really blame them. You know what I mean? Like I, I wouldn't want to jump into those waters. Now, one thing I find really interesting that Facebook is doing that nobody else is doing is if you can get through the barrier of entry and you get used to it and you stream on Facebook, like I like to stream on Facebook randomly just to kind of make sure my skills remain sharp and I still have it down and I know what I'm doing. Uh, and I can kind of like make sure it all still works because I can't really set other people's streams up if I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, right? So, like, I still stream to my my personal page here and there um, randomly. Um, it is very convoluted, but with the introduction of meta, there is going to be, in the next 10 years, I would say, a whole revolution of 3D gaming, and not only 3D gaming, but 3D streaming. And I think Facebook will have a leg up because Twitch already has VTubers and um, they've kind of like, you know, through trial and error, led the way a little bit in terms of like streaming um, with, uh, in terms of like VTubing uh, and and uh, uh, virtual sh streaming, stuff like that, virtual live streaming. Uh, God, I sound old, Jesus, I'm a boomer. Um, regardless though, in 10 years, this technology is only gonna get better, not worse, it's only gonna get better. And so by Facebook having meta and kind of like moving into that space early and kind of making their own thing and their own ecosystem with it, I feel like streamers might have a leg up on Twitch and YouTube. I would say in like seven, eight years when the technology kind of starts catching up a bit. Um, but I think that's going to supersede the controversy, Aragon. I think controversy, people have very short attention spans, man. I, you know... I think in a couple of years, all going to blow over and I don't think it's going to be that much of a problem. I don't, you know, I think the strength again of YouTube is, or excuse me, of Facebook is Facebook, for example, has this ability to create these groups and these communities. I think Facebook quite honestly can create better communities because of the nationality easier than, than Twitch can. I think discord is the best at creating community. Personally, I think Discord's absolutely the best. Out of all of the platforms, like if there's a streamer out there and you're listening right now, go make a Discord. Like, stop what you're doing. I actually have a buddy of mine, a bona fide hero. If you guys want help setting up your Discord, just hit us up. Hit me up. I I got your back. Um, I I we've helped people set up their Discords, and it's just it's just 
night and day difference better. <laughs> just, it's just better <laughs> in every way. It's kind of crazy. Um, so I think, you know, when it comes down to it, let's talk about the, the what is the best platform? Let me just put this down. Let's just, we're going to have a talk. We're going to have a heart to heart here. You know, it's, we, we've kind of outlined everything. It's been an hour and a half. We've outlined the pluses and the minuses, what's currently happening in the market, moving in 2022, what the quarterly looks like. And we've kind of gone the plus and minuses of YouTube versus Twitch versus Facebook, right? Uh, it may blow over, but the hate racial stigma is still going to be there on Facebook meta. I think so too, Aragorn. I think so too. But that's just, again, Facebook, just like YouTube, is there to serve you content based on your likes and your dislikes. It just is. That's how the algorithm was built. And the same is true. Like, for example, if you went on to Facebook and you just searched every single day, you searched for balloons floating in the sky videos. After a month, that's all you would see. And so a lot of the it's a lot of it's the algorithm showing you things that you already want to see or it thinks you want to see. Same is true on YouTube. Twitch doesn't really have that because Twitch has tagging and recommended whatever the hell that's supposed to be. Um, so again, if you're there for gaming and you're there to watch other people game, it will show you people who are gaming. If you're there to watch VTubers and you look up VTubers and you join VTuber groups, it's going to recommend more VTubers. Does that make sense? Like. The racial stuff and the the hate stuff and the hate groups is all because people are being served that content because Facebook's only job is to get an impression and make you like or dislike or comment. The more it comments, the better it is, the more it's going to recommend it. And unfortunately, on Facebook and true for YouTube, more of the hateful stuff um, or it's true for Twitter, any social media platform in general, other than Twitch, um, surprisingly is because the algorithms are built to show you specific metrics. Like on YouTube, for example, if my video uh, watch time is longer and my impression click-through rate and my comment rate is higher, it will show me more stuff. Whether you disagree, you like it or you don't like it, it adds to a view for me. Same thing's true on TikTok. Uh, does Facebook allow you to stream um, our, our sacred hentai games? Probably does, bro. Probably does. It's probably 18 and upstream. I'm not going to go look that up on Facebook because I don't want the algorithm to think that that's what I'm into. So, <laughs> but you go ahead and let me know what that does. Let me know. Let me know how that does for you, bro. <laughs> Good luck, brother. Meta. Hentai games anywhere. <laughs> that's your new tagline. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. What is the best streaming platform moving into 2022? I would say the best streaming platform is still Twitch. I personally blast Twitch and I know I'm it's so biased and it's subjective. I'm actually streaming live on Twitch right now, so obviously it's, it seems very biased, but based on the relevant data, based on the community, based on the moves of other platforms, based on trends 
and based on my personal experiences and based on the experiences of others, I can firmly say that Twitch is still the best moving into 2022. I'm not going to say that it's going to stay the best, but I'm saying right now, I'm saying right now that Twitch is the best. You messed up and talked about it. Facebook is listening. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let me pull my phone out. Facebook, eat a dick. Make hentai games great again. <laughs> there you go. Thanks. Thanks for that. All right. The second runner-up of the best streaming platform is YouTube. It is. Not only based on number. The, the one thing, even though that Facebook gets more live views uh, than YouTube, at least in quarter three, right? It's, it's surpassed it. I think the one key factor that's important for YouTube is that the the ratio of money that you make on YouTube versus the amount of streamers and the amount of watch type, the, it's the best ratio out of all three. It just is. It's the best ratio. Like, for example, if Twitch makes $5 billion in a year, YouTube Gaming makes 3.7 or 3.8, but YouTube Gaming has one eighth or one ninth of the the streamers and oh no excuse me way less of the streamers but one ninth of the view time so that's showing me that it's making almost as much as twitch with a ninth or one eighth of the amount of actual streamers views and everything else so youtube does a much better job with its algorithm to monetize people's streams and their their percentage is much better over there too so Second runner-up, I think for not only discoverability, but for the ability to make money, is YouTube. But there's a caveat. I still think that the technology is not there on YouTube quite yet like Twitch has it. They're working on it, but I don't think it's quite there yet. I don't think the YouTube gaming algorithm is prevalent enough Um to point new users to find people. So it's really kind of shitty if we think about it. On Twitch, it's so hard to grow if you're a one to two viewer, like streamer, it's so fucking hard. It's so hard. But on YouTube, it's so hard to get found because you have to find relevant people who are looking up the tags that you've looked at and that you are live and they like you. So if you have no subscribers on YouTube, it's equally as hard, even though you have a very powerful algorithm. It's still it's still challenging. So my opinion is if it's Twitch versus YouTube, start on Twitch. Go through the paces. Learn how to stream on Twitch. The barrier to entry is easier. It's easier to start a stream on Twitch. There's more of a community built around creating widgets and help on Twitch than it is on YouTube. I, it's just a better community for it and there's more relevant information, at least for now. That could change, but for now, moving into 20, this, it's November, almost December, moving into 2022, it is easier on Twitch. So just trust me on this one, okay? Um, the My least favorite and but I think the one that has the most potential is Facebook. I hate to say I even hate saying it. I hate saying it. I think that the potential of Twitch is there, but it's dwindling. And I think that Facebook is on the rise. And I fucking hate saying that because I think that Facebook just oh, they don't like sharing their data. 
And because of that, they don't allow the community to fully grasp like the ability of Facebook and really utilize it to their advantage because they don't share API data. Like there's not even a fucking chatbot that works for Facebook in a really meaningful way <laughs> because they don't share their data with Streamlabs or with Stream Elements. Like you have to like hunt for this shit. And on top of that, to find a game is actually pretty easy on Facebook, but to find somebody that's relevant to you is hard. Um, and still so convoluted. It's so convoluted when you have to like, you have to have a streaming page and then you have to go to the live page. And you have to go to the, the content creation. Like there's a there's a thing, what's it called? It's called um, Creator Studio. Then you have to go to Creator Studio. Then you have to like, Make sure RTMP works. And then from the RTMP, you have to make sure you have a thumbnail. And that thumbnail has to make sure it matches your title. And the title has to make sure it matches all the, the tags. And you have a description. So it's basically a shittier version of YouTube. But. But. I hate to say this. Facebook. Facebook grouping is so much better. And you can, and because it's so much, it's so much better. You can create your own page. That page could be become part of a group. You can post from that page. You can post as a user from that page to a group. You can share your own content. You can get thousands and thousands and thousands of views, which will then funnel people to your Facebook page. And it's all pre-built in in its own little microcosm. Um, there's a steep barrier to entry, but what you're in that microcosm and you can network well, you can network easier within groups and there's streaming groups and there's game related groups and there's nationality gaming groups. Um, it's just becoming part of that community and really building that community aspect of things is really important. And, but it is, if they can ever nail the algorithm, Facebook is going to be a problem for game for streaming. It's going to be enticing. Um, I still don't understand all the payouts. The payouts are fucking weird. <laughs> I hate to say it. You had to be a fan or whatever. It's so weird. It's so weird, dude. Um, all right. So that's my list. It's first Twitch, then YouTube for live streaming. Last is Facebook. But I think Facebook has the most potential. I think Twitch has the best community currently. And I think that YouTube gaming is playing steep catch up and has the most, the best ratio to make money on YouTube versus the other two platforms. So, um, every single one has plus and minuses, man. But if you're a new streamer moving into 2022, start on Twitch. Now here's some recommendations. Okay. Just from what I've seen, I've worked with clients across the world. I've set up their streams for them on all the platforms. And here's a couple of trends. This is some things you have to know. Number one. Start a social media. I don't care which one. Just start one. Whether it's Twit or Twitter or Instagram or TikTok or even a YouTube. If you're a streamer on Facebook or Twitch, like do it. Trust me. You want to do that. Um, you need to start building a community outside of the live streaming platforms. And just start with one. You don't have to do all of them. Just start with one. Start with one. All right. Um, because you need to start growing your community and start networking with other streamers, other content creators, 
and you need to get inspired by other streamers. Like I've learned so much networking with people like Dizzy Dilo, Bonafide Hero, Dooman101, Lansimus Prime, Zion Yeet, Yenvoked. I've learned something from all of these people. And there's, I, I'm sorry if I missed your name. I've, you know, there's a, I've, a lot of people I follow on Twitch. Um, but I hang out in their chat. I learned about stuff that they've done and that's inspired me to do other stuff on my stream and vice versa, hopefully. Like hopefully they come to my stream and they see the same thing. Um, this is also true on Twitter. I see people who are doing really cool shit on Twitter. People I've never engaged with in their live streams, but from multiple platforms, I can see their content on multiple platforms, um, and see how they're doing things and like kind of get inspiration or just kind of hang out or like their content and just like laugh about it. Like Mint Blitz. I've never been to Mint Blitz's stream, but he's an awesome Halo creator and I love his content. So, you know, I'll keep watching it, you know, but that's because I met, I found him through Instagram. So I followed him on Instagram and then that led to other people like you need to start networking and understanding the lay of the land. Like if you're a League of Legends streamer, you should be following your League of Legends people that you like and learn how they're doing content. And maybe you turn that into your own content available. Like eventually that's really important. You can probably do that too, right? Um, I'm looking over here for a second. So that's, that's one of the big tips is start social media somewhere else. Um, Number two, another big tip, if you're starting on any of the other platforms, not just Twitch, but Twitch, YouTube, or 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 Facebook, another big thing that you should be really focused on, re I mean, extremely focused on, is re-watching your content. Um, I feel like people on Twitch get kind of complacent because um, here is thing about networking. Net networking, Don, what? What did you just say? Did you just have a conniption? <laughs> Adam Bob, are you okay? Are you having a stroke? <laughs> um, okay, going back to the, the second part. Second part. Um, Rewatching your content is very important. Um, this is true. It's really true on, on... It's more true on Twitch than it is on YouTube and Facebook. YouTube and Facebook has a built-in, like feature where for example if you want to uh, keep a piece of live content you almost have to go through it and you clip it or you shorten it um and youtube and um facebook both have this functionality because you actually want people to potentially re-watch your live streams because you can actually get that monetized right you twitch like nobody really watches vods here but more importantly, it's important to see, do your widgets work correctly? How are you interacting with chat? Were you looking at the camera? Were you engaging enough? Were you uh, speaking enough? How are your audio levels? Like some people don't rewatch their Twitch VODs. Um, and I get it. You don't have to watch the whole thing, but like scroll through and see how you were reacting. And um, I think people on YouTube and Facebook have a leg up on Twitch streamers because of this. Like they have to go back um, specifically on YouTube, for example, like you have to go back, you have to create clips, you have to create thumbnails, you have to create a title, a tags and description because that's going to be content that stays on your channel. So because of that, because there's monetization involved, you take a little bit of an extra look at it. Whereas on Twitch, it's kind of like nobody watches VODs, so nobody cares, but you do that because you're going to prep yourself better for future videos and future live content. So it's really important to watch your, your VODs. 
Um, was your mic muted for an hour? Uh, exactly. Was your mic muted for an hour? Like you won't know unless you watch the VOD. Like you have to go back and watch your VOD. Like yesterday, um, this is a personal answer, um, a personal thing, but I watched my VOD from yesterday. I was streaming Halo, uh, ranked. While it was fun to do the callouts, I personally noticed that I was way too focused on the game, so I wasn't able to interact with my chat as much, and that was really out of character for the type of streamer I am. So, rewatching my VOD helped me understand, like, okay, I cannot play ranked while on stream because it goes against what my style of streaming is, so I can't do it. But I wouldn't have known that unless I rewatched the VOD. You guys get what I'm saying here. So again, tip number two, this is true for all streamers on all platforms. Please rewatch your content. Not only can you make clips out of your old content, which is awesome. You should be doing that. But number two, it'll help you with your future content as well. Uh, Adam's saying, here's another thing about networking. Don't be afraid to talk to people. I was scared to talk to this man right here because I thought someone uh, talking to someone big was intimidating, but you need to do it. I think I made the best decision to ask to play with you, dude. Dude, A, thank you for calling me big. I am definitely not big. Thank you very much for that. I'm still a very much a small streamer, but you're so cute for saying that. Thank you very much. You are amazing. And uh, giant ego boost. But number two, man, like, um, you're right. I think networking you shouldn't be scared with network with people because let me let me tell you something on any platform whether that's youtube or facebook or twitch on any live stream platform you need to become part of a community no matter what whether that's your own community or somebody else's community you need to this is this actually is great this is actually going into the the third the third big takeaway i want you guys to understand from this stream the third big thing you need to understand you need to network no matter what platform you're on you don't necessarily need to network with giant people but you need to find other streamers that you really enjoy watching and just watch them don't don't do it because you want views and don't do it because you 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 you're looking for a leg up or you're trying to build your your platform on their platform like fuck all that don't do any of that that's terrible what i'm saying is legitimately find people on your live streaming platform of choice that you legitimately like watching and just watch them you're gonna learn how they interact with chat you're going to learn things you like about their stream things you don't like about their stream you're going to learn to interact with them. You're going to learn how to create a community from them, but you don't have to do You're not stealing their ideas. You're just, you're enjoying their content and you're trying, you want to emulate their, that content. That's important on any, any platform. And on top of that, you don't know what kind of opportunity that might create for you in the future. Just by just enjoying content. Like if you're not watching other live streamers as a live streamer, you don't have a frame of reference and you don't on top of that you don't have an understanding of what to do and what not to do you're just going by the see your pants right and it's kind of like it's counterintuitive you're going to shoot yourself in the foot um don't be forced to play a game that you don't like this is true okay 
That's a great point. That's just a side note. Yeah, don't don't play a game you don't like. Like play a video game that you actually enjoy. Um, you know, that's that's a whole nother like we could talk all day about streamer tips, dude. There's there's an unlimited supply of streamer tips. Um, but I those top three are the, the big basics because those are the basics on any platform that you go to. Um, now, let me give some specific streamer like uh, platform basics. OK, uh, emulate them and make your own. Exactly, dude, man. Exactly, man. Um, so for Twitch, here's a couple of tips. Number one, you should be trying to make clips consistently whether if they're shit or not engage your your chat to make clips if not have a clip command built in you can build one uh easily through um stream elements if you want to do that so look up how to make clip command and just type exclamation point clip so that way you can keep playing the game or if you have a stream deck make a clip button so you can just hit that and clips it for you um make clips consistently and post those clips onto other platforms just trust me on this one. Do it. Um, number two, if you're on Twitch and you're brand new and you're trying to get out of the one viewership range, try to really plan your social post around your live stream. I think a lot of people don't do this. I think it's a it's a mistake. Like, think about your stream like a party. If you don't invite people to your fucking party, no one's going to show up. You have to send an invite. You have to plan for it. You have to create content for it. Or you got to set the food out. You know what I mean? You got to set the drinks up. You got to have some jokes. You got to dress up. You got to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to, like, like treat your stream like a party. And if you don't invite people to the party, no one's going to show up. So start making social posts. Start networking like I was telling you. And start posting. Hey, I'm going to go live. I'm going to do this. We're going to do this today. And as you do that, you'll get better and then you'll start noticing people will stay and invite them to your party again. Like if they're in chat, like, hey, guys, if you're in chat right now, like make sure to be here next week for the next podcast that we do or come check me out live. Like little like comments like that, like invite them back, make some friends like I, Adam. I think you're a great friend, man. Aragon, do man. Uh, Prozac who's in chat. Zip was in chat earlier. Ellen 2's in chat, dude. Soccer's in chat. I think you guys are all good friends, man. Do man, of course, angry, you know, like. These are all people I've met through Twitch and I, you know, I go to their stream and they come to my stream and we hang out and we play games together and like you just network and it's just natural. But never forget that there's probably people in chat that are never followed you. So ask them to follow, ask them to hang out. Um, YouTubers do this really well. They fucking ask everybody at the end of each video. Hey, if you like this content, subscribe and hit the bell button. They do that all the time because you have to, you have to ask for the sale, right? Um, so the two big things for Twitch, make clips like crazy, post those clips on at least one social platform, at least one, just choose one that you want to focus people to push people from your socials to your Twitch, push people from Twitch to your socials. And for the love of God, make, make a discord channel, please either be a part of a discord that you can send people to, or like make your own discord do one of the two but make a community offline somehow that's really that's like the number one rule across all three platforms i don't care what live stream platform you go to like do that like you have to do that like trust me trust me on this you gotta do that man you got to that's the one i don't understand is discord bro let's talk off stream i have some ideas maybe we can do it we might do a podcast on discord because there's a whole lot that goes into discord it's crazy there's so much you can do um okay some tips for facebook and youtube 
okay? These are both pretty much the same. There's one difference, but I'm going to give you some tips, okay? Um, for YouTube and for Facebook, learn how to make thumbnails. This is really important. Go to Canva and just type in YouTube thumbnail and learn how to make your own YouTube or Facebook thumbnails. This is going to make you stand out and you can really showcase your personality just with a picture because on YouTube and Facebook specifically, the first thing people are going to see is that thumbnail. And then they will decide if they want to click on it based on the thumbnail. If you don't make a thumbnail, um, then people won't know where to fucking find you. So like, you know, if they can just keep scrolling, you have like one second to make like, <laughs> yeah, like one second to make an impression. So make a good impression on that. Uh, so learn how to make a thumbnail. Um, again, same tip as Twitch. Take those clips that you make. Uh, there's clipping functionality on both Facebook and YouTube. Make your clips, post them on another social media platform. Uh, do not post your clips onto Twitch. Nobody cares. I'm sorry to say that. Nobody cares. Nobody wants clips are so random. Getting popularity on Twitch is not worth it. You're much better suited if you have limited time. Post your clips um, onto Instagram, Twitter, something like that. Start building a community there. Um, a specific, a very, very, very specific thing to Facebook. If you're a Facebook content creator, live streamer, create a Facebook group. You have your page, right? Don't just post your content to your page. Start an actual Facebook group for that specific game. It's kind of like creating your own Discord. Um, but the Facebook group has so much more reach than Discord. Whereas the Discord is much more personalized. It's much more... Um, yeah, like you have to invite people uh, like uniquely. Uh, Facebook is open to the public. And they will promote your group if it matches the likes and the dislikes of the people it's it's promoting it to using the algorithm, which is gonna be a benefit to you. So, you know, if I'm leveled AF, the Facebook page for gaming, I can also make, you know, leveled up memes or whatever, right? Leveled up Halo memes or Halo Infinite memes, whatever, you can name it whatever you want. I don't care, do whatever you want, but post your clips there, post relevant content you find on social media there, whether those are memes or other people's clips and watch that thing grow because then that will push people into your Facebook gaming. I would personally, if you're on YouTube or Twitch, not make a Facebook group. I would join one if you want to use Facebook to network. But then again, it is a very strange demographic. And I guess the last piece of information I want to give everybody here is Figure out what your content is going to be. Don't make the mistakes I've made. Um, specifically, I've made a lot of mistakes on TikTok. TikTok, I've made videos that are skits. And then I've made videos that are like streamer help tips. And then I've made I've made stuff that are, is going to be like... Uh, Halo lore history into funny random shit into different games and I think I confused the shit out of the algorithm <laughs> quite honestly my, my page is chaos just like I am so um, it's really important uh, on social media and on Twitch is or YouTube or Facebook or anywhere anywhere is figure out exactly what your content is and post the shit out of that like 
There's a great person I helped out. I'm going to name drop. His name is Vasco Sharp. Um, he makes Warzone content and he plays Warzone live. So he does content based off of like the best weapon builds and he kills it on YouTube. And then when he's live on his platform of choice, he does great because the people know exactly what they're getting. The people who watch him on YouTube come to his live stream on whatever platform he's on and he kills it there because they know what they're getting. Um, so I'm actually in the, the works of rebranding a lot of shit for that exact reason. Because I want to make sure my content matches what the fuck I'm doing. So I have to like get rid of my old content and kind of redo stuff. So if you're just starting out, please do me a favor. Figure out what content you like. Um, I challenge you. Stick with one game for a year. I challenge you. One game for an entire year. Just try it. Do the good, do the bad, make content for it, post that on your socials, and see what happens. Okay? Just try it. Just trust me on this. You can play games off stream as much as you want, but when you're on stream, stick with one game. Make content for that game and try it out. See what you guys do. Okay? Aragon was saying, when I stream either Apex or Mortal Kombat or any other game I play, I have seen other streamers like yourself and other join in my stream and chatted with me, although you were confused on the games I was playing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how it should be, though. Aragon is like, yeah, I might not know what game you're playing. And I'm not saying you, you shouldn't be a variety streamer. I don't want you guys to, to think that. Um, I think that the content that you post, like just how algorithms work um, on twi Twitter or Instagram or, or YouTube or TikTok, is that the algorithm wants to know what your viewers like. If your viewers, like if I post Halo content, it better be Halo content. You know, it doesn't like when I don't post Halo content because... I post a lot of Halo content, so the algorithm thinks I am just a Halo content creator, not a meme guy. So, you know, you can have a subcategory or you can share the same thing on Twitch. Like, maybe you have two different communities, but I guess what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, be the streamer you want to be. But when you're posting content, if you're focused on growth, try and stay with one piece of content for your social media platforms, at least. You can stream wherever the fuck you want. Right, keep streaming whatever you want, or maybe game whatever you want, but try and make content specifically for that game that you really like because you're going to see the most growth out of that. And then you have options. When you have growth, you have options. If you have growth on one platform, whether it's Twitch or Instagram or YouTube or TikTok, whatever, you have options from there. So um, just my my little bits, my little bits of information. I hope you guys found this, um, this podcast interesting uh, and really insightful. If there's, uh, again, if you guys want to debate me on any of these points, I'm totally open to that. I love talking to people about content creation because it's so subjective and what works for one person doesn't work for another. So I'm not saying this is like the holy grail of content creation. These are just some of my personal opinions on these, um, these platforms based on the information that's available. And on top of that, uh, just from personally setting up streams for lots of people, this is kind of where my brain is on um, these these pieces of content and how I think about them, it, especially when I'm setting them up for other people. Um, so there's just kind of some tips and tricks that I, I think would help you and just stuff I've seen from other streamers. So um, if you guys are interested and you guys want more information, uh, shoot me a follow. Uh, we're almost at 900 on Twitch, by the way. So if you guys are interested, you're listening at home. Thank you guys for listening at home. We got over 2,000 listens now um, and over 240. 
50 listeners across the world. So thank you all for listening at home. I hope you guys enjoyed everything. And if you guys could, please follow me on Spotify. We are on 20 different listening platforms for podcasts. So uh, just look up Less Than Average Podcasts on Google. I guarantee it's going to pull up a bunch of stuff, man. So I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, we are going to get out of here. We are off to the races. We're out of here. Going to go get some food. Thank you guys for everything. You guys have an excellent night. I'm going to go ahead and sign off.